Dive into our latest courses designed to enhance your bond with your furry friend. Whether you're a seasoned owner or a new puppy parent, there's something for everyone at dogspeak101.com. Don't miss out on this limited time offer. Enroll now and take the first step toward a happier, well-behaved dog. Visit dogspeak101.com to browse our course catalog. Get 10% off all courses through February the 14th. Hey, Dog Speak Geeks. I hope you're having a wonderful week. I am super excited about this week's podcast, uh, and I think you guys are going to love it. Um, we have Steve, one of my clients, um, on for this week. Steve, say hello to everyone. Oh, this is going to be a mess. All right. I'm ready. I can do this. I do this all the time. He's a little nervous. Hi, everybody. I told him not to be nervous. We're just chatting. <laughs> but doesn't that make me more nervous? I don't know. I don't know. So tell everybody about yourself. <laughs> so I apparently am not one of the better dog owners, <laughs> parents, whatever, something. <laughs> I've, look, y'all, I made some mistakes, and that's why I'm here. This is like it. my confessional slash redemption. There's, there's going to be some, uh, I don't know, some, some shame, some grief some guilt but you know i think maybe some maybe some bargaining probably right you know that's the thing is that that i wanted my listeners to really hear from someone who has gone from what you thought yeah the way dog training was supposed to be and the relationship into what you are now because I i think that a lot of people are having that same type of kind of emotional roller coaster once they realize that what they've always been taught has not always been, has not been the best thing to to go forward with, right? Yeah. Um, so tell everybody about the dogs that you have and kind of how that all kind of happened. So right now, well, now I have two female litter mates, which I got at the same time. And I don't recommend that <laughs> just to anybody. It's just, holy yeah. cow. Yeah. I was stupid. Yeah, <laughs> you're probably going to hear that word a lot in this episode. That was so. Fun. Listen, get the kids out of the room. That's right. This shit is going to get ugly. That's this, right. This shit. Ugh. Yeah. I mean, I I grew up with a dog. You know, just a typical childhood, just a boy and his dog. And then as I got when I got married and we moved into a house, I got another dog, and then a dog after that. So I had like two at the same time, but they were staggered. So I got one and then the other. And then this round, I'm like, you know what I should do? Just get two at once. Because my kids are like, well, I want one and I want one. And it's yep. like, Ugh. And that happens to a lot of people where they have, they feel like they have to get each child their own dog. Yes. You did it. It's crazy. You did it. It's crazy. It's, it's, uh. And these are hound dogs. Well, they're... Are they? Yeah. Something. I, I, think I thought they were like terrier. I thought when no one knows what you have, it's like, ah, it's like a terrier mix. Yeah, I you think know, you should do the DNA. Jack well, they did the DNA on one of the litter mates. But you what I'm finding have- out now is that <laughs> you can have, oh, see, I didn't know. You're just a blank slate here. And I'm like, wait, why do these two dogs look completely different? Exactly. Two different daddies. <laughs> I didn't know. Look, what that mom did is none of my business. It's none of my business. I am not judging that I'm dog. not judging her. I just don't know what I have. I don't know how she was brought up and raised. <laughs> yeah, but again, you know, I'm not here to shame anybody. Except, Except you. Um, no, so it's just shame. like a, like a, just a, a smattering of dog ownership. You know, with the dog I had growing up with, we just, just kind of winged it. You know, there's like little tidbits of like information and advice that you get from people about it's, it's not even, we didn't even do like formal training. We didn't do crates. We didn't do. So the dog lived in the house. Yeah. It was, yeah, it was I grew a, up with little, dogs that lived outside. So oh, this is like a little Lhasa Apso. Just a little, okay. 
So um, yeah, y'all just did you have housebreaking issues since you didn't use a crate? Yes. You remember it peeing and pooping everywhere? Yes. <laughs> and for some reason, no matter how many times we scolded her for that. And what you know, you're supposed to rub their nose in it. Oh yeah. Yell at them and then throw them outside. And somehow yep. that message just didn't sink <laughs> it's in. It's gonna with her. fix everything. It didn't fix she, anything. She must have been just dumb. She She must have just been dumb. She was a right? broken dog. Yeah. <laughs> she was a broken dog. I mean, we're we're doing all the tried and true methods of, you know. The yep. dog eats last and you gotta it's all dominance based. Right. All right. That. Yeah. And it's just something I carried forward. So when I got other dogs, it was just the same thing. It was just, I, I, I didn't crate train anything until these, the two dogs I have now just never even crossed my mind. When you were, when you were growing up, did you watch your parents and learn how to interact with the dog or were you just kind of hearing it from others on the way? Just from others. Like a lot of people in our neighborhood had dogs. So we were all just winging it. I mean, that was like, yeah. I mean, that was like our, that was the training style. (laughs) Winging it. Some some winging it, (laughs) some myths, some urban legends, some something. (laughs) Don't give them table scraps. Don't do this. Don't do that. No, my favorite is Uh, don't, don't give them raw meat. uh, Cause then they'll get a taste of blood. And then they'll just eat everything in sight. That one's true, though. (laughs) Look, if y'all don't know about me yet, Steve is also a horror fan. So, yeah, that'll be another podcast. (laughs) That'll be another podcast. Maybe you need to start your own podcast, Steve. Maybe. I think you should. I don't know. Let's just see how this goes. I'd be a guest on because I might fuck all this up. (laughs) No, you can't fuck this up. If 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 Brittany and I can do it while we're drinking. You're good. You're golden. We're doing this have, in the day where we're not drinking. So, I mean, I've got some <laughs> seltzer. I was going to eat this bag of chips while we recorded. I didn't know if that was right. If that helps, I don't know. That's amazing. That's amazing. Um, yeah. So, not a lot of like s- rigorous, scientific, well thought out or researched anything. Let me just say this: I would not. I am glad you cannot interview. That dog I had when I was a kid. Yeah. Like, you know? I, I, yeah, I can understand like, that. <laughs> yes. They'd be like, so, tell us about <laughs> Steve and how that went. And I'd just be like, oh, my God. Well, let's see. Steve, he was a little bit of an asshole. <laughs> oh, my God. He was a shit and a bully. And he just yelled <laughs> he at me. He was a bully. There you oh, go. Right. The bully's coming in. And, you know, it's amazing when, when we have kids that watch parents work with their dogs that way, then we wonder, you know, then we don't have to really question how do our kids become bullies or how do our kids, you know, mistreat animals because they watch a lot of parents scream and yell and hit and and do these things. And and it's all because it is what kind of we've been raised to to talk about and and books that were out when I mean I remember when I started training the monks of New Skeet was like the big one to read and you know they're all about dominance and alpha and um, and just negative and positive punishment and so uh, you know I can see I'm I'm appreciative that you have opened up your mind to allow me to come in and change that thought process so we can kind of stop that vicious cycle. Yeah, but we'll talk about that too because that yeah. was a whole thing. Oh, that was. <laughs> but that, I, w- yeah, I wish I'd had a camera on your face. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I'm usually pretty good at reading funny. people, but his face just was like you looked. Just I don't know. I don't just, even know was, the right words. Of what it was just defeated. Like. I was defeated. defeated. <laughs> I was just like I'm done. I don't know, lady. <laughs> so why did you call me to start with? What were you having problems with? <laughs> so. One of the dogs I have now, she had this issue with, um, and I didn't even, I, there was a part of me that thought I must be missing something because whenever people come up to pet one of my dogs, she snaps at them. She growls, she'll bark, she just all this like, it just looked really negative to me and just kind of frightening and scary um, that she would, even at, I want to say snap. Because there's still even that, like, I don't want to say bite. Because if I say bite, that means my dog is completely out of control and I have to get rid of her. And that's, yep. I mean, that's <laughs> honestly, I had that thought. 
when it's like a, a five-year-old of one of my neighbors, you know, she went to pet her and, and she, and Pearl got her. Like there was a bruise on her arm. I mean, she didn't like sink her teeth into her, but it was right. still like, so this girl is crying. I, of course, grab Pearl by the scruff of her neck and pin her to the ground. And I'm like, no, because that'll take care of that. Right. Problem. Right. That's just aggression what you do. Aggression. You got to you you pin them to the ground and tell them, no, that's how they get it. Right. Put them in that submissive state of mind. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, she's like, what? She came at me. I don't know. I'm a dog. I'm a dog. Yeah. So, but that, like that had happened a couple of times before, but that's the one that really shook me. That's the one where I was like, oh my God, I feel horrible. I went, I apologized to them like a thousand times and. Made them cookies. I, I was just like, I, the five-year-old meanwhile had moved on like an hour later. She was just like, hey, where's your dog? And I'm like, what are you talking about? You should have, you should be terrified of my dog. That's amazing. Kids are resilient. I, they are, oh, I, I was, I, I, I carried that, tra- I took that trauma from her and I'm like, you know what? I'll take it. I'll, 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 I mean, I'll own that. Yeah, I'll own that. You, you just go on, do your thing and I will feel miserable for a while. So it's funny because it's like, you know, you think about, I feel bad for this five-year-old child, but I'm really pissed at my dog. Yeah. And, you know, what? What I can look back at that now and be like, oh, I missed a whole bunch of signs. Yeah. Now yeah. I can say like, oh, okay. And I definitely handled it wrong. Yes. Because as far as Pearl is concerned, she didn't do anything wrong. She doesn't know when these, even when, because she did it with... The father of that five-year-old too, and I'm like, oh, well, maybe I can just let that. Oh, she did it again. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Now, oh, we have a problem. Did yeah, you ever consider? Did you ever consider taking her back to the yep. shelter? That was. I, I came home from that walk, and just looked at my wife, and I was like, we got to get rid of Pearl. Like, that's it. I don't know. I don't know what to do. And what was she had reaction? some obedience training? And she, well, she's like, no, no, no. Pearl is a member of our family and we are going to deal with this. I like it. Like we will. Yeah. Um, and I was just like, oh, that sounds like work. Because you have two kids. So, but they right. never had problems. Pearl's never had problems with them. No. Yeah. So. Well, all right. There was one time. I'll get to that though. <laughs> <laughs> so I went to my vet's office and I'm like, here's, here's the thing. I think I have like this aggressive out of control dog. I don't know. She's going to bite every child in the neighborhood and, and I have to do something. <laughs> so they gave me your card and I emailed you and you guys, I guess it was Brittany who just like emailed me like an hour later. And then we had something set up. And then while I was like, I just sent a message. And then one of my kids decided the same dog, Pearl was like sleeping on her bed and she's like, jumps on Pearl to just like play with her. And Pearl just like wakes up, I run up and snaps at her. Does like the same thing. And like gets her right on the face. And I'm just like, oh my God. She's like, I get... <laughs> but of course, yeah, like don't do that. But still, I was already feeling so venerable. I'm like, oh my God, now she's going after my kids. Yikes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it was just, it just, it just was so overwhelming. And I'm just like, I am in way over my head here. And I obviously, I don't know what to do. So then you show up. (laughs) And all hell breaks loose. (laughs) And it's like, oh, what is this? But it seemed so innocent enough. We're just telling you our experiences. And thank God my wife was there. Because as we had mentioned earlier, at some point, because you get to that part of when you're doing your thing and you're like, all right, I'm going to blow your mind right now. But really what you're doing is you're taking away everything that I thought I knew about what you're supposed to do with dogs. I was like scrubbing your soul. (laughs) I was just like, what do you mean that's not? You're like, dogs, I'm like, I make them sit for everything. And I I go through the door first and I don't give them bones because bones are for alphas. (laughs) For those of you who watched that, listen to the Mythbusters episode, that was mine. That was me. That was his. (laughs) That was mine. Take credit for that one. 
The trainer told me that. Don't, don't give your dog bones. Those are for alphas. I'm like, well, I don't want them. What am I going to do? I don't want them. Exactly. Yeah. That's the dumbest thing. Um, now I forgot where. Oh, okay. So <laughs> I think what, what made me kind of in retrospect, I'm like, that's probably, that's, that's the difficulty of your job. Like that's the hazard is that you're taking away stuff. Like I thought I knew my whole life from just a little kid. I'm like, these, this is what you do. This is how you train them. This is how you discipline them. My breadth of knowledge includes no books, no literature. I've got a few dog whisperer episodes under my belt. <laughs> I'm ready. Right. But I've got the smugness of like, even when we brought these two dogs home, I'm like, all right, here's what we're going to do. I got two dog beds. We're going to put them in the kids' room. We'll wake them up every two hours. We'll take them out to pee. And once they're dog trained, we're done. Yeah. That's it. Right? <laughs> it's all good. My wife is like, she's doing research. She's like coming up with plans. She's She writes out a schedule. She's like, now here's how we're going to construct their like little, their pen. And there's going to be a crate and a little play area. And here's the schedule for what we're going to do all the things. And I'm like, eh, listen, I got this. <laughs> I've had dogs. I know dogs. If you've had one dog, you've had every dog. My favorite All line ever, same. yeah. My favorite line, and I say this facetiously, is, well, I've had dogs my whole life. Yeah. And I just want to look at them and be like, you know what? I've been using a toilet for about 45 years, but that doesn't make me a plumber. Yeah. Right? Like, at least you're like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I can, I can flush <laughs> it. You know, I can turn the water on and off. I can change a few things, but... Yeah, it's it's living. It's like, look, we've lived with people for 40. I've lived with people for 47 years, but I'm not really I don't understand everybody all that way because it's everybody's individuals. And there's just there's a lot of that upbringing and genetics and and dogs are similar. But, yeah, that's my favorite thing to hear is, oh, I've had dogs my whole life. Well, that's great. But, yeah, you know. And that's why I'm just, so even now I'm like, I'm just going to wing this and it'll be fine. And it, it wasn't fine. <laughs> it wasn't fine. And, I, and I, I ran out of ideas like real fast and I'm just like, I don't know. Okay. Well, so the, the, when you're, when you get to your, the part of your thing where you're like, I'm going I'm to blow your mind. Here are some things. These are the things that Pearl finds disrespectful. And I swear to God, that word fucking just, <laughs> it just, it was like a punch in the gut. And that's when like guilt and shame just kicked right in. And I'm like, oh my God, I fucked up my dogs. Well, and that's when most people shut down, right? When they and that's when that, I, yeah, I just and they feel them. like they've been assholes, I, then they feel like I'm attacking them. And so they'll shut down and they won't listen to the reason behind it and and I know sometimes it is hard for me to tell people that, but it's the way that I can get them to hopefully, and I, I do, I take a chance when I do it. I know that you can, somebody's either going to shut me down and I won't be back or they will open up and they'll be there for the life of this dog. Yeah. Right. And so it's a chance I have to take, but I have to do it for the dog because yeah. that's my job. Yes. And, but at, at that moment it was like, I was, it was too much. <laughs> I was just yeah, like, I didn't know how you was... took it. I did. I honestly did I not was, know when I left that like... day if I was going to come back. Honestly, really? Oh, okay. Yeah, wasn't no. sure. I was glad my wife. My wife was right next to me, and, and the two of you did great. <laughs> She's like, <laughs> "Oh my god, I love this. This makes total sense. I love you." Like, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Wonderful. That's make okay. I totally get it now. And I'm sitting there like, everybody, shut up for a everybody... second. I need a minute. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm trying to digest the idea that I've been disrespecting and bullying my dogs and I'm 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 not a good dog parent. Yeah. And it's and I just needed to <laughs> sit with that for a bit and just be like there like there's this saying that you can't oh what is it? You can't change what you won't join. And I needed time to join with that idea of, okay, listen, things you did were not the best. The th way you thought dogs were, 
it's not true anymore. You didn't, I didn't know that, but I, I'm very good at like, I've gotten really good at just like sitting with a feeling. So I kind of knew the guilt and shame was coming. So I'm, yeah. like, I'm just going to, I'm just going to sit back. You two talk amongst yourselves. <laughs> I'm going to need just. I'm glad my, my wife is like, cause I even like, once we started working together, I'm like, when she said disrespectful to Pearl, did she say I was disrespectful to Pearl or like, she's like, no, no, no. It was more like an abstract. Like these are things that dogs don't like. They find them yeah. disrespectful. They find them, you know, I'm like, Oh, cause I definitely felt like she was saying, I, I was disrespectful. <laughs> did she say that? What did she say? Cause I, I tuned out. <laughs> yeah, you done. you did. There was a look on your face. I was, and I think that first session we had mask on. So then I couldn't yeah. even read the rest of your face. So, well, then you just couldn't see me like gritting, like pushing my jaw. <laughs> <laughs> going, oh my God, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? I've damaged my dogs. I have to get rid of both of them now and hope <laughs> someone else can do a better job and the kids will get hamsters. I don't know. Just something... <laughs> Then you have to find a hamster podcast and start all over. Oh my god! But is what's the science on hamsters? Is it in? What do yeah. we do? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. So, yeah. So that was uh, that was tired. But then by the end of it, it's kind of like okay, the guilt and shame's there. It's not going to last. But here's someone you're sitting in front of me who can help. Like I, I don't know where to go from here. You seem to have some answers and there's some, there was a lot of relief specifically around the leashes. I will, I will, I remember a specific amount of relief when you were talking about, so you use the uh, gentle leaders to walk your dogs. And I'm like, yeah. And you're like, all right, I'm going to take those away from you. And I'm like, oh, thank God. <laughs> oh, because I, I don't like them. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, and it's just so much work to get them on and to like constantly adjust them. And then the dogs don't like them and they're trying to claw them off and they're rubbing their face in the ground. And, but I'm still trying to get them to like stay on my side because if they get ahead of me, I, I lose something. I'm not exactly sure. I don't know what, what I correct, lose. <laughs> I don't know what the trainer term is, but yeah, oh, I've lost now. Now they're, they're owning me. It's That's embarrassing. Right. You're not the alpha. And I'm like, and everyone is having a miserable time on this walk. Like, no one's enjoying it. I think it's for exercise, but it's really not. And it's just, uh, but to just be like, no, we're not using those. And I'm like, oh, good. Because I hated them. But they really wagged their tails a lot when I brought them out. They must like them. And it's like, oh, that's not true either. <laughs> Fuck. I don't know. That's I'm wrong right. about everything. <laughs> Not everything. You called everything. us. No, but there was just, <laughs> that's true. And I, I let you come back. So that's, that's right. You did multiple times. <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> um, yeah. So, um, so that was like a huge relief because that was something too, where other trainers were like, these are like the best things to use. Yeah. But they're they're kind of complicated. And they kind of just constantly need readjusting. Yes. And, and, it just, and, and, and at some point, yeah. they just don't work. Like I can initially, maybe. Yeah, using it. I mean, it's because a lot of our, you know, a lot of trainers, they see clients, they're like, I need a fix and I need a fix right now. Yeah. And so their mind is, okay, well, I can put a general leader or they're going to go get a prong collar. I can understand the aspect. And that's why there's not everyone that owns a dog that has problems really is our client because some do want quick fixes. And that's just not what we do. We want to develop that relationship. Yeah. Uh, it's like, what what were you thinking when you had me come in? What were you thinking I was going to come in and do? Just just fix everything so that I can keep this dog. Just fix it. What, yeah. my, wave my wand. Do a thing. <laughs> and do a thing. Just do like some psychic meld, whatever you do. I don't know. And then, yeah. And yeah. then it would be fine. Well, first you were supposed to tell me that I'm, I'm not a bad person. 
because <laughs> I needed to. <laughs> did, I, didn't I say that? Didn't I say that? I can't remember. That, I'm that pretty sure I did. Tuned out. Uh, yeah, that, that it's nothing that's personal. The part. When you see that, that glazed over look, that's when you have to be, listen, I, I, I can see this look on your face. I know what you're feeling right now. I've had plenty of clients say the same thing. Or take me with you when you do an initial that's one. That's right. Be like, oh, there it is. There it is. I know what you're thinking. <laughs> you're like, oh, shit. I'm an asshole. I'm like, I know. I was an I asshole too. When you told me they used to be an asshole, I'm like, oh, all right. Oh, yeah. I used cool. to be an asshole. We all used to be assholes. To- because it's how we were raised. Yeah. To treat dogs, which, I mean, I grew up with dogs outside, so there was no training. Um, but, you know, it was really, and when I started in this business 26 years ago, it was you be dominant, you be the alpha, you show them who's boss. I don't know how I didn't get my face bitten off. And that yeah. lasted about a year before I was like, I hate this. I love dogs. I don't want to treat them this way. Why do yeah. I have to treat them this way? I don't want to do it. I quit. I don't want to do this. And thank God I found a new way. And not a new way. It's It's been around for quite some time. But And I've never looked back. You know, and it's people, it's it's like, I don't want people to feel bad about what they do until they know better. And then if you choose yeah. to not do it, now you're really an asshole, <laughs> right? There, to me, there yeah. are a lot of professional trainers that I would put in air quotes there that know there's a better way and a nicer way, but they refuse to do it. That's what makes them assholes. Yeah. Because they're still choosing so. to put pain on a dog just to make money and that's a problem yes so you were an asshole just for a moment and now you're not well you might yeah. be i don't know well but not towards not, the dog not to my dog yeah <laughs> i mean my kids can work it out with their therapist when they get older right i don't exactly. know we'll see how that goes <laughs> We came home from That'll work and daddy was in the closet talking on the, on the computer. My kids aren't a lot. They're not, not going to be able to listen to this for a while. Anyway. No, they're not. <laughs> It'll come up later. Yeah. Yeah. But there are some interesting crossovers with the, what I've learned from you and that I've applied to my kids. So that's all. It really is, isn't it? They're, they're definitely yeah. Well, there was that episode you had with the, well, even like the myths with kids. Yes. And I'm like, yeah. I remember I was like, oh, my kids did something. I'm going to really, oh, no firm tones. That's right. No firm tones. Wait, where did I get that from? I was one of Nikki's handouts. What the fuck? Right. What's going on? Oh, all right. She doesn't oh, even have all, kids. It's all equal, though. Okay. Yeah. I get it. They're all trying to Uh-oh. navigate this world that they don't understand. And, and kids at least have the genetics to understand it. We're dogs. We put them in this world that they're like, what the hell? I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing here, right? Yeah. Why do I have this smelly, why do I smell like a peony? Why can't I just go, you know, roll in the dead animal and smell normal? Oh, my God. <laughs> That's like a whole other thing. <laughs> like, we'll get, I mean, that, yeah. We make I them do a smell whole... so good, but they don't understand that their nose is so much stronger. Like, I even feel guilty sometimes with a really good scented candle. Because I know how good it smells to me, but I'm thinking how overwhelming it is to my dog. I read, I was, I was rereading this book called Inside of a Dog. And part of that is where they talk about how it's, uh, I forget the word. It's like insulting almost in a way that like, if we, like dogs don't want to smell like a field of lavender or or like (laughs) fresh linens or whatever the shampoos are. And, like I, when I read that, I'm like, well, I need to find like unscented dog shampoo. That's like, yeah, good luck. Right. No, they have to smell like fresh baked cookies and <laughs> lemon pound cake or whatever the fuck it is. But it's just like, oh, I'm so sorry. Those I are didn't good know. smells. <laughs> They're great smells. Know. But unless you're a dog, yeah. But to the dog, uh, you're like, what is that? Oh, it's me. Oh, right. God, this is awful. Yeah. yeah. So it's like little things like that. That I didn't even think about. Exactly. Yeah, so it was, a, there was some digesting that needed to go on, I would say, which explains, and I know I mentioned this to you, but when you came back that second time, you're like, are you happy to see me? And I'm like, <laughs> well, yeah, because now I don't know. 
<laughs> now because I don't know. Because <laughs> now I don't know. And what the fuck? And you've got to help me with all this shit. Because now I don't. I, I'm... Now I feel empty because you took it all away. Now I don't know. You took away. You need to fill it back up. Yeah. <laughs> but stuff that works. Yeah. Yeah. What were, what were some of those first, kind of that first week after our first session? What are some of the major things did you attempt to change? And do you think that really kind of helped you? continue on the path so that what what things reinforced you for the things i was telling you about um one of the well the first thing we did was change their diet yes um because again that was something i never thought about it was just like i know you've mentioned this on other podcasts too but you know you get a dog from a shelter or a rescue and you just continue with whatever food they were using because that's maybe what they're used to and it's fine Whatever you can find, the big bag of whatever, Costco or gas station. I mean, whatever. Right, yeah. Someone else's dog dies. For $15.99. Yeah, that's what I did. <laughs> With my two previous dogs, they, they ate the same goddamn thing every mm-hmm. day of their lives. And that's one of those I things I think it. about. I'm like, oh, geez. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's so depressing. <laughs> right? Oh, why would I wonder why they start eating poop. Yeah. <sighs> That's a whole nother one. That's a whole that's a whole nother podcast. Brittany's gonna like be listening to this and start making notes on what new podcast episodes we can do. I need to just talk about when my dog eats poop and then (laughs) vomits that poop. Yes. And make it like a a scratch and sniff episode so everyone knows. (laughs) Because it's just a fucking trauma that never leaves. And it's like, I can't believe I just witnessed that. I I have to just gouge my eyeballs out. Yes. At this point. Yeah. Anyway, but yeah. yeah. That first week, so we changed the diet. So we changed the diet. And it's when I started looking at labels. You know, I look at labels all the time for the stuff I buy for my kids and everything. Um, But I never thought about it for a dog. It's just just like you just give them whatever and they'll eat it. And they you get them do. some some cheap treats that you can, I can scatter around the yard, and they're wagging their tail. They must like it. So I don't know. Yeah, kids also love chicken McNuggets and yeah. French fries and hot dogs and and that's when I was like, oh my god, all this stuff has so much sugar in it. What the f- yep, <laughs> I didn't even think. Right, what is dog food. Why do dog treats have sugar? Because you watch sugar in your family's meals. But it's like we just don't think about for the dogs, and they don't even need it. So no, you changed it, the diet. So what else did you change that week? One of the other things that you said that really was something that never crossed my mind was making their beds off limits to humans. Yep. And that that took a while. That even just for me, because I, again, I was like, no, no, these are my dogs. I have access to my dogs at all times. There's no human-free zone. If I want to snuggle with my dog on their bed, I can do that. Or whatever they're doing. We know and, what that culture is called. <sighs> but we'll just go ahead and bypass that. And keep we'll just edit that it. part. Yeah. Well. No, I'm not going to edit shit. <laughs> we don't edit. You know that. We don't edit. What is on here is on here. But oh, it God. is. And a lot of people believe that. Well, yeah, I should be able to I, pet I, my dog when I want, cuddle my dog when I want, pet my dog where I want. Even the take the bone out of my dog's mouth whenever I want, take their food away whenever I want, do all the things I want whenever. Yeah. Because I'm in charge. Yeah. And that's, that's how I reinforce. asshole bully. Yes. Yeah. Now I see. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now I see that. Because now I'm like, hey, I just took your, your treat out of your mouth. Cool. Now cool. Now what? <laughs> now what do I, I don't want it. Here, take it back. I just wanted to make sure you knew that if I, I you had something charge. dangerous in your mouth, I could get it. That's why we do that, right? Yeah. When I but, have that, yeah. here's a treat. You know, I had to get uh, Myers found his first bird on Easter Sunday. So good for him. Um, yeah, right. So he's chewing on it, and Brittany's like, "Oh my god!" And I'm like, "Nope, don't approach. I will handle this so that he doesn't." start running with that. And so we just did a few droplets with a few treats. I let him chew on it a little bit longer. And then I actually got him to walk away from it so I could pick it up and throw it over the fence. 
You know, it's little things. That's kind of, you know, I think people just misinterpret that I should be able to take something out of their mouth because I'm in charge. No, you need to be able to take something out of your mouth for safety purposes, but let's do it nicely. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Right? Yeah. Be nice about it. So I'm like, oh, that's their, okay, their beds are their space. And that that took some time, but it's just like, oh, yeah, what if they just want to just lie down? What if they just need a break from Eve and each other? They got their own beds. They can take a time out. Yeah. And I think it's even more important when you have children in the home, that dogs have a safe place where there are no humans. That is a human free zone. Leave them alone when they're there. Um, Because I do think a lot of people allow kids just to do what they want with the dog and expect the dog to be okay with it. How many times I hear my dog is so great. They just let so-and-so crawl all over them and pull the ears and all this. And I'm like, yeah, the dog's great because they're not reacting, but it doesn't mean they're comfortable and okay with it. Yeah. It's like you have a very generously forgiving dog. Yes. (laughs) We don't deserve dogs. We don't. And that dog is a really good sport for now. For now. Exactly. (laughs) That is a key word right there, right? For now. For now. Yeah. But – yeah. And how did your kids take that? Did they understand? Was it hard for them? A little bit. Yeah. Because we, we had all, I mean, my, my youngest used to get in the crate with them <laughs> as puppies and we would think it was really cute. You're like, Oh, look, um, that's, that's really, she just wants to spend time with her and it's fine. But it's like, Oh, okay. Maybe that's not a good idea. Yeah. Like let, let the dogs have their crate. That's their space to do whatever. So this whole crate training thing is the first time I'm doing it, and it's fantastic. Yeah, it <laughs> like, is. Oh, okay. It's it's better than my freewheeling, I don't know, get in my dog bed and see what happens. <laughs> and hope they don't eat the couch when I'm not home. Yeah, I don't know. So. No, and- People need to also see that they don't, a lot of people are starting to, there's this like new thing going that people are frowning on crates and that it's kind of cruel. When I say new, it was old and then we were all good with it. Now people are griping about crates again. I, people need to understand that when we, when I talk about crates, it's more about a safe place of isolation where dogs can be safe and not get into things that they don't understand. That could be a small room. Um, yeah. you know, it can be a playpen. It doesn't have to be a, a you know, some people think a cruel looking crate. Um, but they need to have a safe place. It's better than your dog eating your couch and you getting pissed, or God forbid, your dog biting through electrical cords. Yeah. I mean, what's more cruel? Leave a dog to to walk around a house with items that they don't understand or keep them isolated and safe. Yeah common sense people and it and they really like it i mean they go right in there at night they know which one is their own and god forbid if i if i wash their beds at all it's just like oh <laughs> wait is this my crate i'm like i know i'm sorry i just every once in a while not very often because i get it now yeah let them let them smell a little bit let them have their sense and not yep. nothing too offensive right or gross right. so right. All right. So but it was, that. it was, okay. yeah. So, and it, it was surrendering the whole dominance thing. So, um, they didn't, they didn't have to sit for every treat or every time they were going to go through the door or it didn't even matter who went through the door first. I was just like, Oh, I can let go of this. Oh, I can just let this be as easy as it wants to be like this way if it's the dog speak way or however you refer to it, that it's so much easier than what I was doing. Cause it was just like constant demands and expectations that didn't matter to anybody, but me. How did that you feel? Know? Explain that emotionally. Cause I think that's a big thing with people. That's it was a initially it's a little, it was just a little bit. Well, no, I need that. There's some comfort in having that security of, um, establishing rules and, and boundaries. And this is what they have to do. You want to treat, you got to sit. You want to do this, you got to sit. You got to, whatever. I go through the door first. Um, but once you explain that that doesn't really matter, that dogs don't 
under, you know, doors, you know, entryways. They don't care. (laughs) No, they don't. don't. They don't care. (laughs) They don't. I'm attaching way more meaning to this than obviously they did. And it was just honestly a relief to let all that go. Just be like, oh, this is so much easier to just yeah, go out, go outside. I don't know. Go. Go. You want a treat? Go. go. Here. Yeah. I don't know. You're being good. You're standing there on all fours. Yeah. Great. Appreciate you your control. <laughs> yeah. It's fine. So it's everything just seemed like it became less work. And we I could call just it the lazy way. Yeah, it works. It's just like, oh, I don't have to do all those things. It's still creating good habits. Yeah, I mean, you could still have like some rule, but it's not like that constant. um, Demand, 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 demand. Yeah. Which nobody wants to be in a relationship like that. And with the, um, no. Well, and even with the, uh, the communication seminar. So we, we watched all that, and that was that was the helpful part about when I was concerned that I was missing all these signs, because it was. Yeah. Um, you know, when people were approaching Pearl and she was doing the quick licks and the looking away and the paw raise and all these things that I just didn't see. You know, it was just like, oh, that's what that says. She's trying to tell me, which is why it doesn't make sense for me to get mad at her. She's like, let's, uh, dude, I gave you like every signal. Yeah. I, I can't like tug on your pants and be like, hey, I don't like it when people like, even that idea, the whole, if you, you come at a dog straight on with your hand out, maybe making loud noises like kids do. Oh, yeah. Some dogs just don't like it. And she just doesn't like it. And, and she couldn't get away because she's on a leash. Cause, yeah. And she's on a leash. And I'm, and then, she reacts the way she does, and I'm like, well, now you're in trouble. She's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that must be so confusing for her. She's like, but I didn't know what else to do. So it was it was good to be able to – and then, you know, you, you sprinkle in a little more guilt and shame here and there, and it's just <laughs> like, all right. I'm sorry. I didn't know. I did not know that that's what you were trying to tell me. It's just – it the opens up a whole didn't... new world, right? When you start to it's... see that they yeah. communicate And now I way. see it like all the time. Yes. Like when people come over or she's like hiding behind me and she'll like raise her paw and lick her. I was like, oh, I know what this. Okay. Hold on a second. Yep. And honestly, that's, that's a struggle. And it goes along with having access to like a dog at all times is like, Cause I'll take them out to this pet store. Oh, I do have to give it. Oh, all right. Hold on. Yep. <laughs> so going back to the whole, like the, the food and the treats and all that thing that opened up a whole new world for me that I didn't initially like, <laughs> you know, like I said, I'm like, just give me whatever dog food, what's on sale. What's is that bag ripped? Is so it's it's so discounted. It's sure. cool. Yeah, yeah, cool. Cool, it is might be stale, but don't expi- eat anything. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> is that almost expired? That's fine. So there's this pet store near me that we went to, Mutts and Meows. Yeah. I'm going to give a shout out to them. Yeah, they are Mutts awesome. and Meows. Lots and of my have... clients go there now. <laughs> okay. Good. They, I mean, it. They... <sighs> I, I just remember looking up that place before I went there, and I was like, no. <laughs> never that god no that is not i'm not doing i don't even know what the fuck a snuffle mat is <laughs> licking mats and and uh what are i even i don't even know the tipsy doos and the topsy turvies and the <laughs> whatever these things are i'm like i don't know this world it doesn't, it, I don't know. I'm just walking into this store with a list and going, what is this? And do you have it? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yep. And now it's like, it's just, just, I love going there and they have all these wonderful things and the dogs love it. And I'm just like, oh, I can't even get stuff from where I used to buy before. 
Because now I'll look at like the ingredients and all these. I'm like, oh, oh I can't have this. No, that's not. <laughs> that's not good. High fructose corn syrup. What? <laughs> it's crazy. Why is that even there? <laughs> Why is that in there? Why is that the second ingredient? Right. Um. So, oh, shit. Well, now I forgot where I was. Well, shit. Well, we're talking about communication. Oh, yeah. Yep. And so, her hiding behind you. Yes. So what I found out I needed to work on was letting people know that this dog in particular does not like being approached in a certain way. She doesn't want to hand out full-on frontal, what she probably thinks is like a frontal assault. She doesn't know. She doesn't know you. She's going to growl. She's going to snap. I mean, like one time I was, I was out with her and someone did that. She's like, oh, look at those dogs. And I didn't say anything. <laughs> There's like this whole experience where I'm like, oh, what do I, huh? how do I couch this? Like, this is a socially acceptable way to, hey, don't touch this fucking dog. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> she, I don't have, I'm telling you, you got to make the bandanas that says, don't touch me. Don't touch this fucking Fuck dog. <laughs> yeah. Leave me alone. You know. But I, so I didn't say anything, and I just let this like event unfold. Where and I'm watching my dog, and then she's growling, and then she's like, "Ah!" And I'm like, "Oh, oh yeah. Oh, by the way, don't yeah." She's no. like, that. <laughs> like after the fact, and that's when I was like, "Oh yeah, I don't know how to tell people because again, everyone should just be able to pet my dog, and my dog should just like it." Yeah, just like everyone should be able to hug your kid when you're out in public. Well. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I get it. I get it now. I'm so. Mm-hmm. I'm catching up. I know you're doing great. <laughs> I love because you're educating all these people, and I I can just see people listening to this right now. Their their brain is doing what your brain did. Did well. That's why I wanted to do this to be like, you know, when you have the people that are like the one and dones or the people who are like, nah, that's that's. I'm like, I was there. I was like, no, this is. She doesn't know what she's talking about. <laughs> I've had, again, I've had dogs. Yep. So. Yeah. I know. And they've been fine. I've never had this problem. They're fine. And they live a long time. Yeah. Yeah. Just must be this dog. Yeah. And I think if if I've had good, if I've had success with dogs, it's been not because of, (laughs) it definitely, it was not because of me. It's like in spite of me. Or just. It was just like, listen, like my last dog lived till, you know, she was 13. That's pretty good. It was great. She never bit anybody. She never bit. She loved she everyone. She potty in the And house. it was great. So she peed like, outside. It's probably it got good. a lot to do with me. It's probably like, she's probably like, nah, man, I just am a really good sport. And yeah, did. super forgiving. Yeah. You don't know how many times I got a voodoo dog and like <laughs> chewing on you. How many times with that dog? Like, oh, this fucking shit again. Yeah, it's food. Yep. Same goddamn thing. Yeah, same food. I feel like shit every time I eat it, but I'm starving. Uh, they get yeah. mad when I try to eat the neighbor's cat, but I'm so hungry, uh, <laughs> so nutrient deficient. <laughs> Stop buying food at like the dollar yeah. store. Uh, right? Yes, please. Yeah. So, how do you? How have you decided now to tell people? Um, Leave your damn dog alone. <laughs> Do you wear a shirt? I'm a dog geek, and leave my damn dog alone. First of uh, like a bright orange vest, with like like a biohazard sign on it. <laughs> Contaminated dog, infected, something like that. I love it. Um, well, I practiced it a little. Actually, I took them to the the pet store today just to get them out. I was like, okay. Let me tell you about this dog right here. And that's that's kind of how I did my intro. Like, so nice. she doesn't really like the full frontal thing. Just if she wants to approach you, she will. And if she doesn't, then she doesn't. And I think that's that's another big thing, too, is like dogs don't have to like everything. My, my dogs don't really, you know, Pearl especially doesn't really seem to like kids. Which is Okay. Then we just incorporate that into her life. Yep. And, and you have able- kids that come around the house a lot, and you have to make modifications for that. And right, 
you know, yeah, if there are kids in the like the neighborhood kids and everyone's in the backyard, that's good because she can get away. You know, right. they're they're not on a leash. If she wants to approach them, she can. But I've also like instructed them, you know, just don't have you know have a ball with Mabel. She loves you guys. It's great. This one, eh, you know, she needs some space, right. and that's fine. Yes. And literally everyone, like I said, I mentioned is like let's let's do some kid clinics. Yeah. Holy cow, kids really need to. Because now I see it too, where it's like, oof, every dog in this neighborhood is going to get bit soon. <laughs> yeah, right. not always be, uh, hopefully it's not always from my dog, but, you know, you can't just run up to every dog every in the world. Every kid is going to get bit. <laughs> and you live like, in a big neighborhood. Or, or so. it's like, how has every kid not been bit? How has that not already happened? Because now I see him like, wow, that's not a good idea to just... Yeah. You don't know that dog. I don't know. I'm not. So even just doing that with my kids, be like, you got to ask. Ask if you can pet that dog. Because if you were asking to pet this one dog of mine in particular, be like, no, she doesn't really. No, it's not her thing. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I have two. So, you know. You got one you can pet and one you can <laughs> yeah. alone. You have an extrovert and an introvert. Yes. <laughs> and that's okay, too. That is, yeah, and that's and that and that's part of just like letting go and being like, okay, well, that's this dog. This dog doesn't have to love everybody because my last dog loved everybody. So doesn't every dog love everybody? Isn't that how this works? Isn't See, that, that is huge for people to hear that because I think that's one thing that they that so many times people get into is, well, my last dog loved everybody. So yeah, this dog should too. Yes. Instead of seeing them as an individual. And understanding that genetics play a part, past history plays a part. Um, I mean, trauma plays a plays a part. And a lot of dogs, especially the amount of dogs we have in rescue, the majority of them have experienced some type of trauma, but they can't express it with in, until they get into a situation similar um, or that is kind of reminding, and they exhibit it in a way that scares people. See, and I would have. And honestly, I know I was, I was there. I was like, we, we need to, you know, give up Pearl. We need to, we can't have this dog. And I would have missed all of this. You know, I would have just taken maybe the quick route and it would have been heartbreaking, but it would have been like, all right. And then I would have gotten another dog and done all the same (laughs) shit all over again. and been like, What? What is wrong with all of these dogs? Yeah, there's no common denominator here. <laughs> I got a, I got another broken one. That's so weird. It's not me. Because no, again, not. I know dogs. That should be the title of this. Is I know That's dogs. A, I know dogs. It can't Trust be me. me. I know dogs. I know. It can't be me. I've had dogs my whole life. My whole life. It's amazing. So what would you tell people that, you know, cause what you've gone through and you are, you're totally a dog speak geek at this point. Uh, yes. We've had now, our episodes have a lot of times have come from your ideas. I love because you send us so many great ideas. <laughs> um, what would you tell people that are maybe having some of the same issues or have t- tried to take that kind of fast route and send their dog off to boot camp and, um, and not really want to develop the relationship. I think it's just like for me, it, it it's that initial just whatever that feeling is. If it's just you're you're mad or you're just feeling guilty or ashamed or embarrassed or frustrated, just just sit with it for a minute. Like that's okay. Uh, uh, I wouldn't necessarily label any of those bad and just this idea that there is a better way and it's actually easier i mean yeah this takes work you know we're doing all like the walking exercises and stuff like that but you know i so i'll give you a good example of how i used to look at other people how they walk their dogs in my neighborhood because you know some guy would have his dog on a leash and that dog would be just way out in front. And it's like, bro, come on. 
that dog is t- you're doing it all wrong like what are you doing you're just like oh man you hate to see that <laughs> meanwhile my walks are just fucking nightmares and everyone's mad at everybody <laughs> and that these leashes that they're uncomfortable with and i hate putting them on and, and it's just like but i'm i'm the idiot right uh-huh. <laughs> no that guy's probably just like i'm just taking a stroll with my dog and that's it and they're having a good time together the dog yep. sniffing and it's totally cool but i'm like ah not too far ahead ah not too far back all right come on <laughs> what are you doing no it's not time to sniff yet all right come on what an asshole <laughs> yeah and the dog and that's when my dog's like jesus fucking christ god why did we even why, why didn't we just go hide in the corner <laughs> i mean is it really worth it just to get out on a walk right <laughs> with this dude right i mean look at these they're probably looking at the other dogs maybe that's why they're barking i'm like hey what is, <laughs> hey can how you did ask you your get guy? your guy yeah how did you, can you, how did you train him to my guy because this dude <laughs> Oh, look at this thing on my face. I don't understand. <laughs> I just wanted to go for a walk. You look like you're having so much fun. Oh, oh that's brilliant. So it's, it's, and then it's just the, you know, the idea of like, okay, you can s- just let go of some of these things, but it's, I don't know. Like, I guess initially I did, I, you know, I did feel like that guilt and shame, but I, I can talk about it now. Cause I'm like, all right, I just, I just didn't know. Yeah. And letting these things go makes everything so much easier, so much more rewarding. Um, I can tell, like, their life is so much better. You know, even if there's little remnants, if they do something and they're looking at me like, oh, it's just the part where he yells at me. And I'm like, no, like, that's done. But I'll still feel just like a little pang of guilt. Like, I, I know, I know. I used to do things. I know if I wanted you off the couch, I'd, you know, grab you by the scruff and pull you off and be like, no. It's just like, but then you're like, it doesn't matter if they're on the couch or not. It's just like, what? No, can't go on the couch. I can't play tug of tug of war. Yeah. You can't do tug of war with your dog because then you're getting on the ground with them and you're like equals. And (laughs) they can never win. Yeah. (laughs) Don't forget that. It's like, well, what am I doing with my? I'm not having any fun with this. None. Like, <laughs> now that I think about it, I'm talking about, yeah. Why did I have? Why do I have dogs? I can't play with them, <laughs> right? Because what if I play with them wrong and then I'm not dominant anymore? Then they yeah. kill me or something. Yeah, they, I don't know. They eat you in your sleep. <laughs> they eat me in my sleep. That could happen. <laughs> there have been studies. There I don't know. Studies. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Stephen King wrote something about that. <laughs> Oh, There's got to be a short that's where that story, story out there somewhere. Oh, Cujo just didn't have the right diet. That's all. <laughs> that's right. Cujo Cujo did not have the right diet. He was eating way too much sugar. That's exactly Cujo it. just needed like a, a licking mat and <laughs> a topple top top filled with like blueberries and carrots and bone broth. Maybe, a, you know, a, ch- a chicken foot. Let a me chicken foot, not chicken feet. Chicken you foot. think you might, you know, if someone's listening is like, well, you know what I'm not going to do is I'm not going to soak an elk horn in, in bone broth before I give it to my dog. You're like, the hell you're not. Uh-huh. You totally will. You totally will. Because yeah. your dog's going to really <laughs> love it. Because yeah. I'm sitting there one day doing this and I'm like, what am I doing? <laughs> and wait, dog's going to have blueberries? Wait, when did that happen? When did, when did everything happen? happen? I think, you know what? Yeah. Here's my question to you. All right. When did all of this change? When you did know, everything stop? Beca- like, was there like a pivotal moment or there's some science out there or was it gradual? What happened? Because I missed it. I, I think it was a little gradual. Um, I would say it really kind of started to change. Um, I mean, even though those people that are in the animal worlds of like uh, elephants and dolphins and, you know, rabbits and chickens, they were being trained using positive enforcement a lot longer. I mean, B.F. Skinner started it back in the day, but it was really not until Karen Pryor kind of said, hey, we could be doing this with our dogs. And I think that was around probably 95, 96. I could could be a little wrong on that. 
But that's when it kind of slowly started. But I have seen probably in the last 10 years, it's really kind of opened up to some things that's been a little bit more natural and really understanding the dogs and saying, yes, feed blueberries, feed, you know, feed some natural stuff. You want to do a raw diet, do a raw diet. I mean, I did a raw diet back in in the day, probably 15, 20 years ago. Um, but yeah, I think it's been a slow and then I, we were really making really good headway. And then COVID screwed us. Yeah. And now a lot of people are back to doing positive punishment, which is using the prong collar, shock collars, boot camps. Um, yeah. And it's like, because I think they got a lot of dogs during COVID and they're not showing good behavior. And so we just need to fix this obedience behavior problem, which is bullshit. Um, and people want quick fixes because uh, our world is all about quick fixes. So I feel like we've lost some ground on some positive reinforcement and, and getting it going. But people like you coming on and, and spreading that message as a dog owner is going to do more than me sitting here every week preaching to people about it. I know. I, I've I've listened to a lot of the past episodes. And you're like, ah, oh, stop making your dog sit for everything. <laughs> I'm like, oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. That's just what they're supposed to do, right? Sit yeah. and shake. Yeah. Ooh, it's great. I mean, <laughs> yeah. And that's what we want this this podcast to be about is helping change people's thought process, right? And see their dog in a different light and see that what they've been taught is not necessarily the way to go about it when you're trying to develop a real relationship with yeah. your dog. And if you don't want to develop a real relationship with your dog, why do you have it? <laughs> Well, and I can see now, like, I mean, one of the reasons Pearl would be nervous is because I didn't have her back. No. Like, if she was feeling anxious or scared or anything, at some point she must have been like, oh, this dude, I could give him all the signals in the world and he's just not going to see it. So I'm just going to have to react. I'm going to go to that level three, just, I'm just going to have to snap or bite or whatever. And to just be like, oh, yeah. I didn't have your back. I didn't know. I thought you were just supposed to be okay with everything. And now you do. Yeah. And and now you're spreading the knowledge. And I love it. Yeah. And they, and they, you know, like the diet definitely helped, but all these little changes, just giving them their space, just acknowledging that they don't have to be okay with everything. Um, not making them smell like orange blossom, whatever, <laughs> whatever the hell it is. And then just, just in, in, I mean, look, the, the canine enrichment is great. Some of you all are bananas, but right? it, you go totally, even you, uh, uh, you're, no, you have your pose and be, that's <laughs> All right. Well, it's Sunday. So I, I got to fill up 900 pounds. That's, that's Brit. Oh. Thank God. Oh cause God. <laughs> She's great at it. I mean, it's a world. I'm, I'm getting, like I said, I'm getting there. I'm not ready for like duck eggs and goat's milk, but I'm getting there. I'm like, okay, <laughs> I get it though. They need a little, but then there's like a whole anti canine enrichment thing that I don't really understand. People are like, no, that's just, just too mean and cruel for dogs. I'm like, oh, is it? That's I don't, pretty, yeah, that's dumb. <laughs> <laughs> it's so cruel to make a it's, dog, it's to meet like your dog's stuff. genetic needs. <laughs> At least I can go to my other friends with dogs and be like, "You're still using bowls, whatever, <laughs> man." That's like so passe. That's... So I've definitely gone down the rabbit hole. Where it's like, "Nah, man, you use snuffle mats now. They got to root out their food. Gives them a little it. something extra. That's all." I love it. And they're like, "Whatever." Whatever, man. You're <laughs> psycho. <laughs> You're like, well, I don't have a psycho dog that wants to eat children. I'm like, she doesn't eat children. That's right. She just got a little mad a couple times and freaked me out. Freaked me out. But you, you so they are. They are literally. They are my therapy dogs in a sense. I mean, they have taught me a lot. They've taught me a lot about just forgiveness and let you know if they can be okay with me then you know they they helped with that guilt and shame part of it just be like yeah you fucked up but whatever all right 
know, if there's any creature that lives in the, just the present moment and the now and is not, it's not unconditional love, but it's definitely very forgiving. And it's just like, oh, I should just be really grateful for that. Just really grateful that, you know, there, there's still, they gave me an, a, a chance, another chance. And that was kind of nice. So good for them. <laughs> that was that was the most heartfelt thing. I love that, and I think that's, oh, a, that's and, gross. and I think that's a good. We'll place just edit to that out here. Then. No, I'm keeping that. That is <laughs> oh, we're ending no. on that one because Oof. that that was an amazing. I think because I was going to ask you what lasting words to say to 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 the listeners, but I thought I think that was perfect. Um, and the whole purpose of kind of what I want, why I wanted you on here, um, so people could see that. Yeah, you may have you may have fucked up but you can always do better and they will allow that. Yeah. They're just kind of, they were just like, Oh, thank God. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. Steve, thanks for being cool. on today. Sure. Can we do this again? Well, yeah. All well, right, let's cool. see how everybody feels. If they become <laughs> an obnoxious jerk. No, but if you're like, yeah, bring them on. Cause look again, I know dogs I've had dogs. <laughs> I get dogs. <laughs> I wish y'all could see his face while we're recording this. Uh, it's amazing. It's great. Yeah. So y'all just need to let us know. Do you want to hear from Steve again? Because he has I'm taking, a lot to I'm say. taking questions. That's right. <laughs> um, there's a lot of stuff I know now. That's right. Thank. That's right. I love I it. I love it. Steve, thank you for being on. And uh, guys, sure. I appreciate you listening. And dealing with our explicit episode that you're not surprised that we have. And, um, and yeah, let us know if you have any questions or if you want to hear some other stories or things or you got questions for Steve, let us know. We will send it to him and we will have him back on. And uh, you need to send me your, uh, your shirt size, Steve, so that Britt can get you that Dog Speak Geek shirt because you've oh, definitely, yeah? you've deserved, you deserve it. You have earned it. I should, I should get something. Because we've only been sure. working together for what? Four months? Uh, five months? February? Maybe. Was it February? Uh, Not long. And Not you've long. learned all this. Yes. In such a short amount of time. And you I got me. It. You got me at a good place. I mean, if this was like a couple of years ago, I'd have been like, all right. <laughs> I wouldn't have been for, back. <laughs> thanks for stopping. Yeah. <laughs> thanks for stopping But you by. got me in. <laughs> Thanks for your time. Why do I have to pay you for you to tell me <laughs> all the shit I've done wrong? How horrible I am. Oh. <laughs> but it's like, no, no, I can sit with this. This is okay. We can do this. All right. And now let's do something else. There you this go. Didn't work. I love it. Yeah. So the, the big thing to take away today, guys, is just sit with it. Just sit with it for a minute and then listen to this podcast episode again and then sit with it. <laughs> And I say with it, and make sure your spouse is sitting next to you, so that when you shut down, there's someone there to remember what Nikki said. Exactly, guys. I hope you have a great week, Steve. Thanks again. Sure. <laughs>